Hello everyone, this is nobody speaking to you right now. Um, I just wanted to say hello and apologize for the long delay in recording sessions. I would uh, go into detail explaining why it's been so long since I have made a recording, except that to do so would to would be to give away many pertinent facts about myself, which would unfortunately lead probably to uh, the unmasking of my secret identity. So let's just say it had something to do with uh, trucks and tires and and Texas. Maybe not Texas. Big, big old... Uh, Plains states of one version or another. And uh, um, much has been happening that has left me with little time to record and or I may have just forgotten to record and am trying to blame it on something else. Anyway, I think I will stop talking about myself and get on to today's real business, which is to tell you a story that will hopefully be useful for instruction and moral formation as well as uh, be interesting and uh, engaging and enjoyable to hear. Once upon a time, and it was a time not so very long ago, there was a little girl and her name was Amelia. And this little girl didn't go to school because she lived so far away from everyone else that she uh, knew. She lived in the state of Wyoming, which is in the United States, and she lived so far up in Wyoming that she didn't have any neighbors other than, of course, her family. Amelia was about seven years old, and, and Amelia liked nothing else better than trees. I don't know why she liked trees so much, but she did. I just love trees. I love flowers. They're so pretty. And I love animals. They're so cute. And I love the sky. It's so huge. But I just love trees the best. Maybe the reason I like trees so much is because when they breathe, it causes the wind to blow. Now, you should know that Amelia had, well, well, not exactly a scientifically accurate view of how the wind is caused. Uh, the wind is not actually caused by trees blowing. Trees do put out oxygen, and oxygen is what makes up the air, but as far as, or part of what makes up the air that we breathe... So we need the trees because we need the oxygen in order to survive. But as far as the wind actually moving, it's the wind that moves the trees and not the trees that make the wind move. But Amelia didn't know that. She she thought that the trees breathing made the wind move. And her little brother, whose name was Ezekiel, he he thought that was silly. Amelia, the trees, 
don't blow and make the wind. The wind just makes the trees move when the leaves blow in the wind. The wind comes from God. But Amelia would laugh and say, I know the wind comes from God, but everything that's good comes from God. And just because our money that we live off of comes from God doesn't mean that Daddy didn't work to earn that money. And just because the food comes from the supermarket way, way down in Jackson Hole doesn't mean that God didn't provide the food. And just because God makes the wind doesn't mean he doesn't use the trees to make it too. Well, what Amelia was saying is true, uh, that God uses what are called intermediate agents, that is, people that are in between him and the things he gives us, that help us to give us things. For example, if someone is sitting down to eat a fish, they might pray, Dear Lord, we thank you for this fish. Thank you for providing it for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And it would be good and right for them to say, Lord, thank you for providing it for us. That's true, because God did provide them that fish. Even though it might have been that very same man who put a worm onto a hook, and cast his line into the water, and then hauled the fish in. Got you. I got you. Yeah, that's a good fish right there. So in, it seems like really that man got the fish all on his own and provided it for his family. And he did provide it for his family, but ultimately it was God who provided it for him. And so it was God who provided it for the family. That much is true. However, God doesn't actually use the wind to create, or use the trees to create the wind. God does use intermediate agents, but he doesn't use trees as intermediate agents to make the wind, at least so far as we understand it. So, when Amelia would go on about this, it would make Ezekiel very frustrated. So one day, Ezekiel went to his parents, and, and he said, Mom and Dad, I just want you to know that Amelia has gone crazy. Huh? Crazy? What do you mean she's gone crazy? Tell us, Ezekiel, why do you think that Amelia has gone crazy? Well, I'll tell you. It's because she says, it's dinner Gonna be soon. I'm really hungry. Uh, son, that doesn't seem very crazy to me. What's wrong with her saying that? Oh, no, she didn't say that. I just want to know if dinner will be soon, because I'm really hungry. I only had a cheese stick and, and carrots for lunch, and so I'm really hungry. All right, Ezekiel, you, you run off and play, okay? Okay. Dinner will be soon. What do you think, Dean? Is Amelia really going crazy? Oh, I doubt it. It's probably just Ezekiel getting all worked up about nothing. Remember the other day when he thought that the army ants were going to pick up the house and carry it away because he saw how many of them there were outside? <laughs> yeah, he's got an imagination. It's all right. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, okay. But Amelia's mom did worry about it. She was a bit of a worrier. 
Amelia, don't go near that water. You might fall in and drown. But, Mom, it's just the watering hose. You told me to water the plants. Oh, yes, I, I suppose so, but be careful. So when Amelia's mom was worrying about things, she tended to sort of make mountains out of molehills, meaning she made a big deal out of something that wasn't really a big deal. So she started to worry that maybe Amelia was crazy, and and something had gone wrong in her head, and she began to see things that she thought might be evidence of this. Like, Amelia started to uh, run across the gravel in her bare feet. Oh no, why would Amelia be running across the gravel in her bare feet if she wasn't crazy? She must be crazy. That must hurt like crazy. Which means she's crazy. Well, you can tell that Amelia's mom uh, was a little bit uh, overly nervous for her daughter. But eventually she called Amelia to her and she said, Amelia, dear, do you feel all right? How's your head feel? Um, well, let me see. It feels like hair, and it feels like skin, and it feels like a nose, which feels kind of squishy, and it feels like eyelashes. No, no, dear. What I mean is, does your head hurt? Does it feel like you have uh, had a a contusion or uh, a stroke or anything? Uh, I don't know, Mom. I don't know what a contention is, and... Oh, a concussion. Have you had a concussion? I don't know what a concussion is either, and I don't think I've had a stroke. I don't know what that feels like. Oh, dear. Well, Amelia, uh, Ezekiel said that he was afraid you were crazy. Are you crazy? Have you been saying something to him that he would interpret as you being crazy? Oh, I think I know what he's talking about, Mom. He's probably just talking about the fact that he doesn't believe me when I say that the wind is caused by the trees breathing. And he doesn't believe me because he hasn't noticed it happen. And because he's young, and so he doesn't know as much as me. And I know so much more than him because I'm so old. Amelia, you're only seven years old. And what is this that you say about the wind being caused by the breathing trees? Yes, Mom, you see... The cedar trees breathe the most because they've got the most green stuff, greenery, and the oak trees blow a lot because they have big, big crowns, and the fir trees only blow a little bit because they're more spindly. But when they blow all of them together, it's like they're trying to blow out candles on a big birthday cake, and it makes the wind move, and then it just keeps on moving, and it, it sort of picks up steam, and it just keeps on flowing and flowing further and further until it's gone off to Horner's where all the way to Casper, Wyoming, which is on the whole other side of the state. Mom, did you know that the wind goes all the way to Casper? I bet you it even is windy in places where there aren't trees because they blow so hard. Um, Amelia, dear, you're not crazy, I don't think, but... What you have in mind is is actually not quite true. It isn't? No, dear. Actually, the wind blows sort of all by itself. It just keeps on going around and around the world. 
And when it blows through the trees, it makes the trees move because it catches the limbs and, it, and the branches and, and the trunks and, and the leaves, and it causes them to move, just like when you feel the wind brush against you and it, it makes you want to... You know, it, have you seen the wind catch uh, your hair or, or the ribbons uh, around your waist that, that you use to tie on your apron? Yeah, I've seen that. Well, it's the same thing when it catches the trees. Oh, so the trees don't cause the wind? They don't, they don't breathe? Well, no, not exactly, dear. The trees do take in certain things from the air and put other things out. It's very hard to explain. You'll learn it all in science soon. Oh. Well, then where does the wind come from, Mom? I thought it came from the trees. It doesn't come from the trees, dearie. It comes, well, it, like I said, it's hard to explain. Ezekiel said that it comes from God. Well, that's true, dearie. That is true. Is it God blowing on the earth? No. God is the one that set the wind in motion, though. And he's the one that keeps it going. And we can explain how it goes through certain scientific processes that you're uh, your textbooks will tell you about eventually. But really, God is the one that causes all things. How, ex for example, how did you start to live? Oh, I don't know. God's the one who gave you life. And how did he give you life? It was through me and your father. I guess that makes sense. And we got life from our parents. And they got it from their parents all the way back to the very first parents. But who gave them life? I guess it was from God. It sure was, dearie. Every good thing comes from God. So, yes, in that sense, the wind is from God. But he uses intermediate agents, as I've already explained. Uh, and as I said, the intermediate means it's in the middle. So God is first, and he uses other people in the middle of things to help to cause things that get eventually to us. Like the man with his fish is the intermediate agent that provides the food for his family, but it's God who provides the food for the family ultimately. Well, I hope that story made some sense. If you don't understand the concept of intermediate agency, that's okay because it's kind of a big concept for little kids. Uh, presuming you are a little kid listening to this. Uh, but if you don't understand it, maybe you can talk to your parents or think about it for a while and try to make sense of it. It's, it's good to think about things. Um, well, this is nobody, uh, as I said before, and I'm going to have to sign off from now because I see that I'm already out of time, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of time. I heard the bells on Christmas Day Their old familiar carols play And wild and sweet the bells repeat Of peace on earth, good will to you